Hi everyone and welcome to our podcast and our YouTube channel called Ladies in Leadership. Uh, thank you for joining us and just as a reminder we're here to empower women from, from all over the globe um, on all things uh, motivation, confidence, resiliency, conquering the imposter um, and mental well-being. So today is a very exciting episode because we have a lovely guest with us all the way from the other side of the world um, in Singapore. So this is Hema Dadwell, who you can see on the screens at this moment. So I'm just... Hi, Nari. Hey. Hi, everyone. Great to have Hi. you here, Hema. It's lovely to have you here. I'm just going to give a, a little introduction about who she is so you can get to know her a little bit and then I'm sure she'll give you lots more information as we go through the interview. So she is um, nature loving, high vibe, high energy, vibrant, uh, very vibrant and charismatic in her personality. She's self-driven and an inspiration to many, both elders and children alike. Um, her love for nature and her belief in holistic creativity inspired her to utilize uh, this platform to share her experiences um, in life, living a simple yet stylish life. She was born in Himachal um, in Pradesh in India, but has had um, the great fortune of traveling the world with her family from Melbourne to Cape Town, Monte Carlo, London, Durban to name a few and now she's been in Singapore uh, for the last 12 years which is where she lives um, and one of the realizations that she had which I'm sure she's going to um, develop on in, in the interview is that no matter which culture or which background you come from um, everybody needs a holistic life in order to live a happy and fulfilling life she also has a bachelor's degree which has also helped to further shape her knowledge um, and her lifestyle. Um, she's been an educator in various international schools um, in Singapore. Um, she's also a program leader for a mental health program currently. She's passionate about serving and giving back. So serving others and giving back to the community, community with positivity, um, all things mental health and well-being. At present, she's uh, very busy making videos um, on her YouTube uh, channel to uh, motivate and influence others about her holistic life, about fitness, about uh, uh, fashion and also about positive energy. So um, without further ado, Hema, let's get straight into the interview. Yes, so, let's start. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So to start with, I, I want to ask you a basic question. What does mindfulness mean to you? Wow. Mindfulness, actually, uh, for me, mindfulness is being in present moment all the time. <laughs> Be aware, conscious about your present moment and just stay in that. And um, for me, actually, because I love to lead a holistic lifestyle. So for me to be have a mind which is peaceful and calm and positive and a body which is healthy and fit and your soul, which is absolutely uh, have a, you know, this attitude of gratitude mm -hmm. and just stay in present moment with this attitude of gratitude. That's mindfulness for me. Yeah. So because, you know, Nari, we have so many things to be grateful about, right? Yeah. Yeah. So many things that 
a simple thing like i am alive i can breathe i have two hands you know so when we are busy in this attitude of gratitude we don't have a time for any stress any anxiety or you know to get entangled with the other stuff so yeah. i think yeah that's my mantra yeah being present i absolutely love that because really truly that's all you have in your control and in your power so about embracing life in the current moment is experiencing life to its fullest so thank you very much sure that, that i totally resonate and agree with the, your words so um with that if you could share with our audience what are your daily mindful practice practices that aid your well-being and all the different facets you just described there G give us a little insight into your daily practices oh yes so my daily practice actually uh, first start with you know because i believe as i told you i believe in holistic living so with that add the mindfulness you know so i start with the morning my morning starts with a three glass of water which is good for your gut you know so yeah. after that i sit here for breathing exercises and then i do my jalniti which is again a very ancient old practice which i'm doing it from last 10 years and it is a beautiful practice which helps to cleanse your system you know so i do that and then i uh, do my little bit of breathing practice again and then do my oil pulling and oil pulling again is a gut cleanser activity that i finish all these activities doesn't take much time actually it just take a little bit of your time but then i you have to be mindful that you yes you want to give yourself good start and then i hit a gym with the you know oil in my mouth i do my exercise i give my this gift of movement this you know movement is medicine so i never fail to give this in early mornings either i go for a walk five or five or six k walk which i do every day or a sun salutation i make sure that i'm doing 25 sun salutations without a skip and um, i'm very happy to tell that i have never skipped from last at least from last 5 6 years i have never skipped doing it so these are the practices which i do and um, yeah i'm going great with that <laughs> it sounds amazing to to hear you say those things and there are quite a few things that you described but as you say it doesn't take a lot a lot of time so really anybody can integrate those practices into their life if they want to but it's about researching and finding out how to do them properly um i absolutely love the, what you said about um movement um and you know being physically active because i think that really helps uh, to make make you mentally uh, focused as well um and obviously it's really good for your body um the one thing that yeah. you didn't mention the one thing that you didn't mention that i wanted to ask you was about what about um food so when you talk about your body how what are your food practices oh yes food practices like uh, it's they say you know you are what you eat mm -hmm. so uh, if you see my youtube channels i always uh, you know uh, give a recipe or something which i eat personally so my food practices is like though in singapore you know everybody eat outside everybody there's a hawker centers there's a lot of variety but i make sure that i uh, in a week five days a week i eat home cooked food because that's the best food 
and I prefer and avoid all packaged food. Yeah. So that is the practice which I try to follow as much, you know, as much as possible because I never uh, indulge in. But yes, you go and explore outside. That's fine. But most of the time, I prefer home-cooked food. And if you see, like most of the time, our platter, my food platter is always like 70% of greens and the rest is all proteins and all that. So, yeah. And I'm very fortunate, Nari. My husband is also like like-minded guy. So, you know, no stress. <laughs> we both like practice the same kind of... <laughs> That's right. So you can both kind of enjoy the same sort of food because you, um, because you like it. Yeah. Good for you. Um, and obviously, like they say, food is nourishing for the soul. So you are what you eat. So you you are also um, not in terms of like literally your size, but also how you feel. Um, because Absolutely, uh, yes. nourishing mm -hmm. properties which affect our hormones and affect our emotional energy as well. So. Um, I really love that. And, and I know for a lot of people, food is a struggle because it's also considered a pleasure in life. Um, and like you, you say, you know, having a takeaway or eating out at a restaurant might be something that you do for, for fun or, or something that you enjoy, but it's not necessarily something that you make a habit out of that you do every day. Whereby if you eat at home, you can control what's on your plate. You can control how many greens there are, what proteins you have uh, and what fibers. So, um, so yeah, that sounds amazing. Thank you very much for sharing that. One more point, Nari, which I always like, you know, uh, make it, that's my daily habit, which is like eating slow, oh. eating mindfully. Yeah, because that way, you know, you are, uh, you are actually, um, you can able to taste the things, you know, from like the real flavor of it. So you eat it and then you're doing 70% of work here itself. They say, you know, when your gut is good, you are helping your gut, you're helping your body. So you're digesting your food here when you're chewing it properly. So you're not giving your you know, rest of the work to your system, your intestine. So you're, yeah. you know, so that is a practice which I, I really, really highly recommend to everyone. Mm -hmm. Eat, take your time. Don't just hog food. Eat mindfully, eat slowly. Enjoy your every bite. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I read something earlier about a mindfulness in terms of like when we're mindful, we're living each moment with intention. So what you're talking about is eating with intention. And obviously we all, we all have to eat uh, and doing that Absolutely, in a very yeah. mindful way. Um, there's something that I posted recently, which just brought about um, on my Instagram, which is about saying the gut is your third brain. And I know so many people who suffer gut issues because they haven't dealt with other issues like emotional or psychological. So if you can eat mm -hmm. well, like you say, and you can your gut is healthy, then that determines everything in terms of including how well you function and how you show up in life. So that's really useful Absolutely. to know. That's really useful. Yes. Thank you. Um, thank you. And um, the next question is, and it's because I thought of this because I thought this is a brilliant question from you because you, you, you're born in India, right? So you're from Asia, you're living in Singapore. Um, obviously, in the Western world, which is where I'm at, I've been brought up here, I've worked here, and I've met many women um, in the Western world. And I find like a lot of things like, for example, yoga, meditation, holistic lifestyle, Aruweather, all of these things, they come from um, India and they come from Asia. So with yeah. with your upbringing and everything you you ha you have in terms of your toolkit and your knowledge in holistic lifestyle, 
what specifically from your roots and your Indian heritage um, would you like to share that's taught you this holistic lifestyle that other people can benefit from? Well, uh, you know, uh, in India, you know, uh, and I've been very fortunate because my father was in army. So, you know, I have actually diverse culture. I've experienced all that. And this holistic lifestyle I've seen since the beginning, my grandmother practicing that, you know, we in India, you know, we have this joint family system. You're watching your siblings, you're watching your parents, elders, and then you, you know, learn from them. So as a kid, I have just watched them doing all that. So whatever the, all these, you know, uh, practices I'm talking, be it a jalniti, be it a oil pulling, all these practices I've seen since childhood, uh, my elders doing it. And I have seen Nari, my father, who is uh, in a good age now, but how well, like still I can call my dad a young boy, you know, he's, his life practices, his discipline, uh, of taking care of himself is like beautiful. So I feel these all uh, practices are all age-old practices in, you know, all ancient practices, but it's a big gift to us. And we should actually, uh, you know, do it with our open hand, open mind, uh, learn it while like, as I was like telling somebody, some of my friends like Jalniti, they look very complicated, but it's as simple as drinking water. You know, who can say that drinking water is a difficult thing? I don't think so anyone because everyone drinks. So all these practices are also as simple, but once you get hooked with it and you learn it, then they are as simple and, but they are small practices give you a big results. It gives you a big results or in a term that you can avoid uh, pills, medicines, and all that. And, you know, you can just remain healthy without all that. So yeah, like they say, mother nature has all the medication you need. And if you yeah. embrace that, you won't ever need to go to a doctor again, which would be amazing, right? <laughs> absolutely. I absolutely believe this because they say, you know, flow with the nature. Yeah. So if you're flowing with the nature, nature helps you to flourish. It absolutely does. Yeah. That, that's yeah. What about things like, uh, do you um, in, um, engage in meditation, in yoga, practices like that? Of course, yes. Meditation yeah. is a very important uh, um, aspect of my life. Yeah, because spirituality, I believe, uh, you know, it gives you a real, um, real wisdom. I feel that. I feel everyone, they say, uh, we think that, you know, it's only the learned or, uh, you know, people with a very high qualification. They are intelligent, but no, everyone is intelligent. They have, everyone have an inner wisdom. And this inner wisdom grows when you go in silence. Yeah. So you can be more creative. You can be more productive. Mm -hmm. So meditation is very important part of my uh, lifestyle. Yeah. I practice it uh, in the morning. And I practice before going to bed. So these are the two times where I am very particular to practice because they say when you go within, then there is a big world to discover yeah. <laughs> there yeah. as well. Yeah. 
yeah all in like you say it's all internal there's so much self-awareness and within that there is so much wisdom like you said you can learn so much um in the world of academia you can get all the qualifications that you want but really until you go inside and see what what internally is going on what your self-awareness is um that's the greatest Absolutely, yeah and i totally agree with you you know uh, doing yoga or, or meditation um you know I, I i do yoga and i've done it for a number of years not as often or frequently as I'd like to. For example, I don't do it every day. Uh, that would be great. Um, but like uh, meditation could be something as simple as walking in the woods or walking out in nature. Because you're when you're connecting with a natural surrounding, your mindset just, it slows down and you're just in a different vibe, right? And you can think of things and focus on things that are actually important to you. And information just comes to you because you've not got any distractions. So it doesn't yeah. necessarily have to be sitting down and staring at an object for 15 minutes, which some people find uncomfortable, although that's a very well-known way of doing it and it's a very good way of doing it. But it can be a number of things. But I, I, I very much agree. It's really good to quieten, quieten the mind down, create calmness and relaxation within, um, within ourselves. Absolutely. Nari, I have made actually an intense long video, YouTube video. That was my first YouTube video. Uh, activity-based meditation, you know, oh, because yeah. I truly believe in that. Yes. So please that. kindly, uh, yeah, the viewers can go and watch that also because they say, na, we need to be productive. And when we are productive, we are nourishing our soul and our mind and, you know, it will work wonders. Yeah. So activity-based meditation is actually, you know, as you were saying, sitting in silence is an advanced stage. That is also good. Yes, uh, that is like an advanced stage. But yes. when you are a beginner, activity-based meditation is uh, the one, the 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 thing which you can practice. You know, so it can be like you are doing painting, you are doing art, you are going for a nature walk, you are doing crochet, any yes. kind of activity, mm -hmm. any kind of a hobby which you love to do it for yourself. And then you do that, and you are indulged totally, hundred percent there. Yeah. So this. I call, I have named it, you know, I, I specifically call it an activity-based meditation where you can be, yourself be productive and then, of course, for others also. That's actually a really good name for it, I'd say. And uh, I think a lot of people would resonate with that because they'd rather do that than sit down and do the more advanced stage. So um, that's really good to know. Thank you. For, thank you for that. Okay. Um, so lots of things you've learned from living in India and growing up in India. I mean, my mom was brought up there in Delhi and her and her sister, who's actually 20 years older than her. So she's almost like her mother. Um, she, she has so many different things. Like if you get sick and you just ring her, she'll say, just drink this or drink that and you'll be better. You don't need any medication from the chemist. Um, and there's so many natural things, I, I, I believe, that yep. come from Asia, uh, which the Western world are now adopting, aren't they? Um, so yeah, it's great to learn. Okay, so the next question is, um, it's 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 really related to our audience actually, and and um, I relate to it as well. So a lot of the um, women in the Western world, they live very hectic, very busy, uh, you know, full schedules, very very um, crazy, high stress lives, right? And a lot of them actually don't know about mindfulness. They're not aware of it. So they'll do things like go for a massage, have a facial, get their nails done, you know, things like that, um, go for a run. A lot of people do engage in uh, physical sports, but they are not aware of this other side, which is about the holistic lifestyle. 
So what I want from you is I want to I want you to advise our audience and me <laughs> about what what can you recommend about how a Western women can start to look after themselves in terms of uh, uh, living or approaching a holistic lifestyle. Yeah, nowadays I know nowadays stress is everywhere, right? <laughs> well, I feel you know uh, first of all never take stress because when we take stress it really uh, lowers your immunity. So first of all, this awareness, you know, itself will uh, take your stress away <laughs> because whenever you are taking stress, you are actually hitting your immunity straight away. And when your immunity is down, then you are not productive. So it's always good to be stress-free, relaxed, first of all. And second, second thing is, of course, indulge yourself in some or other hobby. So as we have discussed, you know, activity-based meditation, just start with that. So you can just uh, in, indulge yourself in some activity or some kind of a thing which you love doing it for yourself and take self-care. Because normally people think that self-care is, uh, you know, um, is very selfish, but no, you have to take care of yourself first so that you are uh, able to take care of many others. So the best self-care will be like, you know, take care of your thoughts and minds. Take, take care of your diet. Go for a healthy lifestyle. So other than that, I'll say uh, don't compare yourself. You, because nowadays, you know, it's a lot of competition. Go with your own pace. Don't compare yourself with other people's achievements or their performance. Just go with your um, flow with, you know, just go with the flow of your own capacities and try to compare yourself with your own, uh, you know, um, previous, like, the, if I'm like this good, I want to be this good to tomorrow, you know, so just increase your capacity with your own self. Don't compare with any other, but your own self. And uh, always try to, you know, uh, uh, steal away time to go within yourself meditation mm. and because that is a beautiful uh, gift you can give to yourself just be in silence do breathing exercise uh, because when you're you know breathing slowly and uh, you know uh, fast breathing is like your intention or stress so just relax your mind so you just focus your uh, attention to your breathing and then, you know, you know that, okay, I have to slow down, calm down. Your breathing have a lot of to, you know, to do with your internal body, what's happening inside. And also take care of your thoughts. Because when you're meditating, actually, then you are more aware of your thoughts. So they say, uh, they say you know, if you, it's a big thing, taking care of your thoughts, but it becomes very easy when you are calm and um, uh, you're calm and composed it's very easy to see your mind thoughts and then you can control your thoughts like, oh, I don't want to think this. And okay, this is a good thought, you know, you can direct yourself towards that. And try to uh, keep yourself away from any kind of a negativity, any kind of a negativity. It can be like a thoughts, it can be people around, it can be some situations. So try to see the positive side. And that only will happen when you are yourself, you know, a little calm down and slow down, not in a race or mm. stressing around. 
Yeah. And uh, I always believe, Nari, that don't run for happiness, you know, stay happy and then do your duties. Whatever small little things you're doing, do that with staying happiness first. So don't run after happiness that, oh, I do this pedicure and I feel happy. Oh, I'd watch this movie and I'll feel happy. I do. No, happiness will never come like that, you know. So you have to just stay in present moment, stay mindful, stay happy, and then do your anything you're doing. It can be your office job. It can be an interaction with your child. It can be interaction with your colleagues. It can be any interaction. It can be anything you're doing. But just first stay happy, be contented, and then perform whatever you want to perform. What do you think? What is your opinion about it? Beautiful advice there. I'm just taking everything in and absolutely everything you said was just so beautiful and really deep. You know, if, if only in life, you know, we could live and do all of those things um, in parallel, um, you know, we can work towards it and um, as much of it. We Definitely. Um, yes. But yeah, um, one thing, you know, like, like I said about people living highly stressed lives, like you know, it really affects their behaviors. It makes people irritable. It makes them impatient. It makes them angry. And, you know, I can see this in people. And I, and I think, you know, they haven't, they don't have that uh, mindfulness intelligence, uh, basically to, to look after their well-being, to, to go inside and um, resolve their internal issues. Like, like what you said about breathing, that that's one of the most profound ways that we can actually um, look after our well-being. And we, how often in a day do people think, oh, let me just uh, focus on my breath for a minute. You don't, you just carry on with your day. You're probably yeah. breathing mm -hmm. fast and slow throughout different points of the day when you're highly stressed. You, you know, you might have like, even people have tightness in their chest. Um, but really, if you breathe correctly, you, you can sort out quite a lot of internal um, issues. Um, like they say, the, the, the Kapalabhati breathing that I've, I've done before, that's really, really useful where you hold your breath and then you release it. And, you know, I would normally only do that in a yoga class. I wouldn't think, oh, let me do it in the morning. But but really to be healthy. I mean, my, my nana, as in my dad's, my mum's father, he used to do it when we were kids. And I remember we used to watch him and we used to laugh and think, oh, what is he doing? Like holding his nose and breathing out of his nostril. But really, it was one of the most intelligent um, things. He was living a yes. holistic life. Um, and then the other thing I, I say about what you said about emotions and being mindful and not engaging in negative energy, not comparing yourself to others, going at life at your own pace. I totally um, resonate with this because as they say, um, you are what you feel. And uh, there's a there's a famous quote which goes something like um, no ship in, in, the, in the can ever sink unless all of the sea enters it. it. That's the only way it can sink. So for a human being. If you cannot sink if you don't let those external in, in external influences actually become you. So if you're able to battle out and still be yourself, you can still stay strong and resilient regardless of all the negative um, connotations, of negative um, you know influences around mm -hmm. you because we all have it, right? We have different people, mm -hmm. different exper experiences. We're not able to control everybody that we work with. Some, some maybe sometimes family we can't choose. Um, you know, there can be difficult people in every, um, every different uh, situation. But it's about you keeping yourself strong regardless, and that's what you call resiliency. So, 
from what you're telling me holistically, if you're living holistically, you are a very re resilient individual. And that would explain why, Hema, when every time I see you, you always inspire me. You're always happy. You've got amazing advice to share. And, you know, it gives, it motivates and encourages me. And I love to have people around me like that. So, you know, thank you so much for all that you're doing so far. But before we finish, I do want to ask you, what are your top tips that you want to leave our audience with um, for well-being um, and happiness? Top tip is that, you know, live your life uh, to the fullest and that only can uh, possible when you're living in present moment. You know, whatever you're doing, try to be very mindful and enjoy that moment. Because once it is gone, then they say Nanari, past is regret and future is pain, suffering. So don't get into that. Neither on past, not in future. Yeah. Just be now. Yeah. Because just, you know, this moment pass away and it become past and, yeah. you know, then you regret. So don't let that regret sink in you. Enjoy this moment. And uh, yeah. And uh, yes, whenever you take out time, because nowadays everybody is on a computer, so just, you know, relax your body. So I apply this 20-20 rule. So every, after 20 minutes, take a, you know, this, um, what do you call this, a traffic break. You know, we have this um, traffic control kind of a thing. So just put an alarm and every 20 minutes, get up, go and grab water. Take a like one minute breathing break. Or maybe just tapping, you know, a little bit here, relaxing your eyes. Yeah, yeah, relaxing your, you know, lymphatic, activating your lymphatic system. Just give consciously, you know, the one, two minutes to yourself and then get back to your work. But after 20 minutes, every 20 minutes, just give this kind of, you know, breaks to yourself mm -hmm. consciously. So conscious breaks. I love that. And I know a lot of people... It, Mindful it, breaks. Yeah, yeah. Or work in the corporate world they could definitely do you know they say take a the the recommendation usually is take a 10 minute break every hour so i love your 2020 because it's 2020 minutes i love that yeah <laughs> that's really really good thank you so much for today I've, I've certainly learned a lot and i'm sure our audience has picked up lots of uh, amazing tips from you as well so um tell us then hema if people want to know more where can they find you they can uh, find me in my Instagram handle. I have this uh, Hema Dudwal, uh, at Hema Dudwal. And they can also find me at uh, my YouTube uh, channel, Happiness with Hema. Oh, so these are two platforms they can yeah. Perfect. And I, and, I, and I know personally, you've got a lot of content on both of those platforms. Very inspiring, motivating, encouraging, and so much knowledge you have that you're sharing with everyone. I think it's amazing. So, uh, you know, I, I would like to applaud you on the work that you're doing. A lot of it is just giving back voluntarily to society and to the world. And that's such a beautiful thing. So um, thank, thank you, you so much, Nari. And you are also doing wonderful job, really. That's why I, you know, that's why the connection is there. <laughs> it's always bit, it is always nice to, you know, uh, give your bit without any expectation. And then, you know, that gives you a very um, different kind of a satisfaction. You feel I, the purpose. Yeah. I definitely agree that we've been lucky enough to connect on energy. We've connected energetically, so uh, and that uh, that connection will last. So thank you very much as well for for your compliments as well. My so, pleasure. Yeah, yeah. yeah th thank you very much, Emma. Uh, it's been a great to have you here. 
Um, and like I said, uh, if you want to find Emma, you know, you, she's just told you where, where to look on Instagram and on YouTube. So um, also a reminder to connect with myself on Sky High Empowerment Coaching on Instagram and Sky High Leadership. They're both connected. Uh, websites coming out soon um, and Ladies in Leadership on YouTube and podcast. All the links are on my Instagram. So really, that's the main place to go to find everything. So, um, yeah, I hope everybody has a, a lovely day and see you next time. Take care. Bye bye.